I once begged somebody to love me the way that I love them. And it was the saddest thing I have ever done in my life. When you think about it, that actually hits hard. Because when you're begging for somebody to see your value and begging for them to love you the way you love them, it's a different kind of low. It's a different kind of disrespect for yourself. And there are times where we do this as individuals and I swear I'm not crying. This is not crying, guys. I was just clearing my throat. Um, We do this as individuals and you don't even realize you have done it or are doing it until you can breathe, clear your focus, and take a step back. Clear your mind, get your focus, take a step back is what I meant to say. Um, When this happens, it leaves you feeling stupid and just angry even. Angry that you would allow yourself to go to that level. But when you are so attached and love somebody and think they will love you the way you love them, we go through different lengths, different things to show our worth, to show our value, and lose so much of ourself in the process. And that's what happened to me. You guys know the story about the mailman and, well, what I've told you. Because there are some things that I do keep private about that. And it is out of respect for him because I did promise him that, he asked. And so far I haven't explained the whole story, but bits and pieces where... Enough of it has been shared. I gave myself to this person so much. And when we first started seeing each other, he was obsessed with being with me, being about me, and everything that I had going on and everything that I did. And he would always tell me how I fascinated him. And as our relationship went on, one year, two years, three, I kept losing myself in the process, proving to him how much I wanted this relationship, giving up little bits of me here, little bits of me there, till I became somebody completely different than the person he was fascinated with, than the person he was just obsessed with. I became everything I thought he wanted me to be because of some comments he made, some realizations about life, different things. And it can't end up being a podcast unless I entitle it The Mailman, and make it 
maybe a 20 part series would be justice enough to give you an idea of what exactly happened. Again, out of privacy for him, I most likely will never do that. But when you feel like you've begged somebody for their attention, for their time, for everything, for their love, it's a different kind of hurt and a different kind of letdown when you realize it's not going to happen the way that you want it to. This happened recently to a friend of mine. She had just gotten out of a relationship and was exploring different relationships. And while she was doing this, she had said to me, I don't want to beg for anybody's attention. It should just be easy, right? And it should be. Especially at the beginning The getting to know you stage is so fun and exciting and it should never feel like I have to see this person and I don't want to. I'm telling you right now, a little piece of advice. If you are in the process of getting to know somebody and the first thought in your head is I have to see this person and I don't want to, I don't think that relationship has a chance of succeeding because you should be pumped, excited, full of adrenaline and wanting to see this person. You want to put your arms around them. You want to get into his truck or his car or whatever. And as soon as you get in, your first instinct should be to lean over, grab him by the back of his head and just fucking kiss his goddamn face. Like that is what it should be be you should feel that excitement you should want that touch those lips everything about that passion and the trick to making it last is trying to sustain those moments at the beginning as often as you can through your relationship it's easy for the single girl to say right Easy to talk about passion, easy to talk about how to make things work, but you do have to recognize the signs. You have to go in learning what didn't work for you the last time and not be scared to want that again. Not be scared to think you're going to repeat those mistakes And lucky for my friend, she realized some of those mistakes. And she kicked both guys, actually, to the curb. Oddly enough, ended up back at square one with the guy that originally things didn't work with. And trying to make things work, which is a little beyond my understanding, but it's not meant for me to understand. It's what we have to... I guess, see with other people is people can want advice. And just because they want advice doesn't mean when you give it to them, they're going to take it, even use it. Often it's just a different opinion that they want 
maybe to get their thought process in a different place. That very well could be. And that could be the case with her. I've given her plenty of advice. Not all of it taken. Possibly listened to. Somewhat in one ear out the other. I've done it with people where I've asked for advice. And it wasn't I wanted them to tell me what I wanted to hear. I needed something from a different point of view. Didn't mean I agreed or was going to take it. Just maybe something that would make me think about a different way. That's what we need to learn in relationships. When you beg somebody for attention, for time to be with you, it does something very sad to your self-worth where you're chasing. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't remind people that you're still there some of the time because I know with me, life gets busy all the time. I have so many different projects going on, so many different things. Talking to this person, that person, this radio station, doing this hit, this bet line, fantasy football advice, all these different things I have my hands in. I can lose track throughout the day. I've been a big guilty person for losing track throughout the day. And I do my best. Sometimes it's not good enough. But I always do my best. And when you try to make somebody notice you, that doesn't mean that they want you. You're just putting yourself in their face. It's time for them to reach out to you and say, hey, I've been thinking about you. Let's go grab a drink. You know what? I haven't seen you in a while. I kind of miss your face. That I will send. I will send a text saying, I miss your face. I say that to everybody, just like I call everybody baby. If I'm calling you something different, you're special. If I'm calling you baby or sweetie, you're probably not. I call everybody that. But I will send a text saying, I miss your face. When can I see you? Which is really cute because now my niece says that. (laughs) She'll just say to her dad, I haven't seen you in so long. Daddy, I miss your face. Or she'll say it to my parents. Yeah, yeah, I miss your face. And it's the cutest thing because I'm actually influencing this little child and it drives my sister insane, but I love it. And sending those texts are never wrong and that's not begging. Begging is when you're changing yourself, when you're trying to fit into somebody else's mold. It's what I refuse to do now. I refuse to pretend like I'm not a social person. 
I refuse to pretend like I don't want to go out and I don't want to have drinks and be social and live life. There's so much more to life than just going to work and coming home and pretending like the world out there doesn't exist and trying to force somebody to be social. I never want to do that. I like social events. Part of what made my job so great was the networking and all the different cool experiences I got to have working in Vegas, working in Boston, working in New York. I had so many cool experiences that made me, me. It showed me a life that I didn't think existed. It's just a very movie type of life, something that you never thought would happen to you. And it happened to me. I'm trying to make it happen again. And this time I can't lose myself in the process. I won't. Because I've learned. The thing that fascinates people about me, I will never lose again. And I will never be with a guy who ever expects me to not be that. Who understands the extension of what I do and who I am and loves every last piece, every last part of that, who knows how important the things I do are to me and my passion. And I want to appreciate his passions I'm learning new passions every day. Over the summer, I got to do a cool thing with Ride Insane and go to a lot of motocross events. It was so fun. I've never really did anything like that before. I'm excited to do it again. The guys and I had a good time doing Ride Insane going to do a little different this year. We learned some things that worked, some things that didn't. It's definitely coming back. Something you guys should check out. I have a new love for something that I could very well be passionate about. And I do have my rider. So I'm riding with Danger Boy. That's my pick. Danger Boy is my motocross guy and I'm going to go into the season all in about it. Me and the guys are going to have a crazy time. You'll love it. You guys will love it. And I will never lose that about me ever again to try to change who I am or what makes me excited When I was begging to be loved, to say, look, look at what I gave up for you. Look at who I was and now look at who I am and this is exactly who you wanted me to be. And I still don't think you love me. 
And I still don't think this is working. And I am at a loss for words because I don't even know what to do. In the last three months of our relationship, we fought about a boat. A fucking boat. Because I wanted one and he didn't. And it's expensive, Pamela. And we're never going to use it. And I'm just exhausted. Just exhausted. Because I was begging for him to love me. Never again. I will never switch it up like that. It's take me as I am. The craziness that can happen in my life comes with so many good things too. You guys are part of those good things. And I know I tell you all the time, but I really, truly appreciate the loyalty and support that you have shown me throughout the years. Ten years ago, this blonde 25-year-old girl woke up and thought, I think I'll do radio. (laughs) I did. And I'm still doing it. Still making it happen, entertaining you guys, doing giveaways. And I am going to announce the winner of the Snail Axe Massage Pad or Neck Massager next week on the podcast. So I will announce that, put it up on social media. And I... I'm going into the holiday season with a different point of view of things. This is the first season in three years I haven't had to buy Christmas gifts for a guy I'm dating. And it's strange. And it's weird. And I miss it. That's what sort of made me think about begging somebody to love you. As I was wrapping Christmas gifts, I thought, this is the first year I'm not wrapping anything for a significant other the first year in three years I almost hate it and it made me sad until I realized how much of myself I gave up in that process which I will never do again so next time you think about the sadness of a relationship and what you think you miss or have given up, think about the reasons why. They're there. We just don't want to always see them because we have lapses in judgment when we have those moments of sadness. But just remember they're there. And once you gain that clarity you'll know you made the right choice. The right choice, I just want to say, is Bones Coffee and Blenders Eyewear. I appreciate their sponsorship. I appreciate their loyalty to the show. I just got a shipment of Bones the other day. And guys, the Sumatra is insane. Make sure you go get it. They have a whole Origins package that you guys will love. Bones Coffee has different flavors. You guys are going to dig. Go support them. Even though it's the winter, 
get your boo some sunnies for the summertime. You're going to love those blenders. I love them. The Sedona Sunsets are my fave. I'm going to look to see what else I can snag from them. Your eyes need protection all year round. Go grab your blendies. Follow me on social media, Pamela Michelle. 87 on TikTok, Pamela underscore Michelle 5 on Instagram, Pamela underscore MO309 on Snapchat. I love you guys. I will announce the podcast on the podcast, the winner of the Snail Axe giveaway. Until then, don't drive yourself too crazy trying to find the perfect gift. If they see it, if you see it, you think of them and you know they're going to love it. That equals the perfect gift. Don't stress. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Take care.